You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hello, America. You like listening to knowledgeable people who are passionate about what they do? Wilbur does, don't you, Wilbur? Well, what about Daisy? She likes to listen to shows about pop culture, movies, television, and comic books. Good thing Wilbur and Daisy found the Nerd Bliss Podcast. You, too, can find the Nerd Bliss Podcast at nerdblisspodcast.com and on the ESO Network. Just remember, Nerd Bliss is one word. Welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I am your host, the Monster, and for today's podcast, I'm doing something completely different. I'm not going to be talking <laughs> as much, I should say. Today's podcast, I'm going to talk about the last trailer for Star Wars. Not ever, just for this last trilogy. And of the last two trilogies, this is a kind of a big deal. I thought about not watching the trailer because it's the third one, the final trailer. Like I've always said for other movies, I don't watch the final trailer because by then you already have my money. And two, you don't want to give out so much more information about the damn movie that you're going to be unsurprised. So... I know how I felt about this trailer, but I don't want to tell you that. I'm more curious to see how other people reacted to this trailer. So I called up a few friends, and yes, I do have friends other than Mr. Gene. Not to knock Mr. Gene, but there are other people besides us that enjoy Star Wars for various reasons and in various degrees of fandom so i'm curious to hear about their reaction to the trailer what do they feel about star wars in general again i'm doing this completely different and i have six people on this podcast first i have david it looked pretty good this is the it's good to hear the voice of uh, Emperor Kirk talking to Spock. Uh, just kidding. Uh, crossing, it was across the streams, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Barbara. And I'm coming at it from a different perspective. Even a maybe a certain point of view, like on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Next is Diana. And mm-hmm. you saw this because I posted on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, you posted it. Okay. See? Uh-huh. My podcast does something good for the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, now you're going a little ahead of yourself. Hey, okay. hey, hey. Uh-huh. It's all about self-promotion here. It's all about that. I see that. I see that. <laughs> my friend Tigger. How are you? I've had better days. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. How are you? I'm here. Wow. I thought I had a <laughs> shitty day. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> Next is Melinda. Good. How are you? I just wanted to watch the trailer one more time. Good. I'm glad you got to be part of this. Yay, me too. <laughs> I hope I can help. And lastly, her husband, Frank. Some of my other friends, like, actually, we, we'll go out to a bar and, you know, like, my parents will say, like, oh, how could you let him go out to a bar? He's probably talking about girls. No, we're no. talking about Star Wars. We <laughs> are literally talking about Star Wars. Absolutely. Now that you know who is going to be on this podcast, I can almost guarantee that you will never hear a more wretched hive of scum and villainy on any other podcast. Let's get started. I like uh, Shiv uh, Palpatine. I, I, I like his uh, his rise that you got to see from episode one till now. And you'll get to see his plan, and, and maybe we'll find out some more about, you know, Supreme Leader Snoke. So I think it'll be, for me, I, I'm interested, I, I'm really excited to see how that's going to play out without, you know, with all of his Imperial Star Destroyers. Where did the people, you know, where did all those pilots and, and people to, to man those ships come from? How did he hide that? It was uh, action packed. A lot of stuff going on, a lot of running. Very exciting. I, I felt like there were a lot of like religious undertones, oddly enough, and I can't really um, pinpoint why at this moment, but yeah, it seemed like a very epic way to go. I, I thought it was awesome. I mean, it looked really good, very grandiose, but you know, I, I'm kind of like lost with the whole Luke Skywalker. Thing. I don't know what happened to him, so I, I'm kind of lost there. Um, but I guess I have to go back and yeah. see a movie that I didn't see. But but yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, you know, when you saw the, the originals as a little kid, nothing is going to be as good as that. So it's like, even though they brought in, you, you have to bring in new characters because, you know, the story evolves. People get older and they die and they move on or whatever. And then, you know. Two of the people died already, so it's like... And then there's that whole thing about this girl, you know, there's all this talk about is she Luke Skywalker's daughter or not? It's too obvious, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows. So that's the whole thing that kind of, I guess, maybe that is a good thing because I guess the whole premise is maybe is she supposed to carry on, I guess, after him or something? I don't know. Nostalgia-wise, I'm always going to be excited about Star Wars no matter what, because it's Star Wars. But I don't feel the connection to these characters that I have with past characters. So while I'm intrigued and I'm I am excited for the movie, I'm not as invested emotionally into it as I, I have been previously. Well, I can tell you from after I watched the, the last trailer, I... I Thought it was kind of cool, you know. I I enjoyed the music, the cinematography. Um, it it seems very large, you know. I I appreciate the 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 fan service, you know, like the throwback to 
all the characters from the original movies. Uh, I was a little bit confused by some yeah. things because <laughs> I missed um, a certain, a couple things. I don't know, but I, I thought it was okay. Frank, would you like to share your take? Freaking horses, man. Literally, like seriously, horses in space. Like, but they I were know not it, horses. If they, they look at it closely, were... okay, fine, they have something. But like, even the Star Treks, like from the 1960s, <laughs> at least they, at least they had like little fuzzy antennas coming out of the dog. I mean, you could tell it was a dog, but at least they tried. <laughs> this one, like, you couldn't find like a cardboard cutout of something, and then on top of that, they're in space. <laughs> well, I think they wanted it to look realistic. Oh, how <laughs> realistic horses, is that? In horses. Space. I, I just. They're I, hairy horses. They're a species horses. of horse. Space yes, horses, of course. They, they're from another but, planet. They, yes. They're, they're, yeah, that apparently, like, once you ride them, you can survive the vacuum of space, too, right? Is so that like, what that so was? Like, yeah, so, like, physics <laughs> physics just doesn't apply in this last movie, apparently. When the first teaser came out, I was um, at work, a library outreach event at a, at a comic convention, and I got a notification, I think, from USA Today or CNN that a teaser trailer was out, the first one ever. For this for this upcoming film and so i played it and like my jaw dropped and it was the opening scene of ray trying to outrun uh the tie fighter um kylo ren's tie tie fighter and um i watched it a couple times and then i could hear quiet come over the hall and i could see the guy across that was running the booth across from us watching it and i could hear somebody in the you know in the curtain behind him that they were watching it and it was like slowly everybody was starting to watch it and look up like, did anyone else see that? Well, I'm not, like, a big Star Wars fan to begin with. I do like it, but I'm not that emotionally invested in it. A history with the characters isn't really going to be nice. that important to me. I just felt like, I don't know. Like, it's it's been a long time since I've seen them. But I've seen better because it, it seemed like just, you know, finding yourself and finding your way and an adventure through space. It was kind of like a generic story that I've seen done better, not attached to a franchise. So that was my impression. But yeah, I mean, it, it looks beautiful. I mean, it's supposed to be a really good director, right? He has a really good vision and it looks amazing. I mean, it's a lot better than what George Lucas did with... Uh, what with the prequels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did feel that I was moved by the new trailer uh, trailer because it's like the end. You know, it's yeah. like wow. I, 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 it's wow. This is really. Is it really the end? Wow, that's crazy. You know. I mean, I, I seems... mean, it's it's totally not. I mean, we're still gonna see more. Uh, uh, Star Wars content, you know, at least not, not maybe parts of the trilogy, but you know, like say like Rebels or Clone Wars style or the Solo movie, just in between, you know, maybe a Boba Fett movie, who knows? Because think about it, they said if they were tied to the prequels, tied to the original films. Obviously, they tied to the original films with, you know, the Death Star, you know, the ruins of that. How do you tie from, you know, you know the the pre the prequels? No one's alive from there, unless you go to Tatooine. Unless there's none of the ships are, are the same, there's nothing that carries over unless you have like a Force Ghost or would be Palpatine or Jar Jar. You know, there's nothing that would carry over unless right. we get a, a, a sense of a, like a spirit, uh, a Force spirit, like a Force Ghost, like a Yoda mm. in, the, in the last film. The yeah. characters are getting flattened out. Complex character, it takes 
time, it takes a little bit of risk because you're sort of assuming things of your audience. And I think Disney wants to have it be like as easy as possible, appeal to the lowest common denominator. No, not I don't I don't really feel any attachments to any of the I mean, I sympathize with her story because, you know, the whole thing where it's very parallel to Duke's story and everything. But then that was the thing they were saying is like, you know, there were so many things that were so obvious and so this. And so I don't know if it was just lack of creativity or if that's the whole idea that they wanted to keep that similar. I I don't know. um, Her storyline. Right. And you kind of feel for her and stuff like that. And you sympathize with her. I, I love the Star Wars story. I find it really interesting when people explain it to me, you mm-hmm. know, and they're like, and then this happened and that happened. But when I have seen the movies, right. I've been like, okay, yeah, it's 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 all right. Yeah. But I, I yeah. don't have that level of like, oh, my God, it's epic. I don't feel that way about it. With a, a, another one that I have, because Star Wars does have like the, the, the need to like tie up character, like, I have characters like what happened what about Snoke I mean am I supposed to just like believe that okay like this all powerful Sith Lord just kind of like got ignored by the by the Emperor and by you know like by Luke entirely I mean he doesn't look like he's six years old exactly and Ray I think you know I think she's probably the strongest character you know backstory reason to do this or, or that you know what is she gonna do? Is she gonna go dark and come? You know, come light? Is she? You know, what what is she gonna do? I think it, it it's really, I could see you know them somehow switching sides. You know, Kylo coming back and her going dark mm-hmm. and being upset. You know, something that hasn't been done. You know, and I did catch a couple of things in there that I'm hoping I'm not reading too much into and getting myself excited for something that's not even gonna happen. Like, <laughs> like okay, the scene where they destroy vader's um pedestal okay so that 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 to me does not look like a real scene so to speak because it, it's too it's too white so it almost feels like it's probably not real and probably it's it's more than likely a vision but i did notice um a couple things there he's wearing the helmet which nowhere else is he ever wearing the helmet and she's holding a dagger, which I'm hoping is a reference to the the Clone War, no, Clone Wars um, cartoon series, because there's the episodes with the, the 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 father, the son, and the daughter, where the the father uses the the, the dagger to try to uh, help maintain control over the daughter, who is the light, and the son, who's the the dark. So if you look, she's holding a dagger um, in 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 the scene. And so you only see it for like a brief instance, much like as she's turning, but you do see it there. And it, you never see anybody holding daggers in, in Star Wars. So it just, it definitely stuck out to me. And I'm hoping that's kind of what it is. So either, and, and then the fact that, that later on, um, Palpatine is like, you know, you coming together is your downfall. I'm thinking he may have, been hiding the dagger and that could have been like a a scene of them and, and she's taking control of the dagger so either either he had the dagger before and was hoping to control both the light and the dark with her being the light and him being the dark or it ends up being where 
she is both light and dark and she can yield the dagger herself, which judging from the end of the film where she's kind of like, I mean, the end of the trailer where she's kind of like half lit and light, she's half lit in the darkness. I'm kind of leaning toward that route. Ren, I'm assuming is going to go good. I, I, I don't see him staying evil. I see him as, as, as she's going to convince him <clears throat> for the right path. And in the in the previous trailer where they show her where she's, you know, as a Sith, either that's going to end up being like a, a clone or more than likely it's going to be like where she's having a vision of herself mm-hmm. and she, she has to confront herself there. So, I mean, there was definitely a lot I really was excited about and I love that Luke's coming back and I'm, I'm sad that Leia is gone, but we all knew that was going to have to happen. And you kind of got the feeling that somebody died before she even spoke at the end because of the armbands that they were all wearing throughout the trailer. And and so you already knew there was like a large tragedy. The fact that she still comes back as a as a as a force ghost is, is definitely kind of cool. And I'm sure Anakin's going to come back. Like I, I can't see them doing all this and not bringing Anakin back. So I'm wondering if he's going to be a voice of reason to to Kylo that's going to help him kind of turn good and maybe that's where the vision comes in of them destroying um, the Darth Vader uh, helmet. That's that's how I took it. My guess is that they're saving some, you know, things to be seen, like big surprises. Because I've heard rumors of anything going from Ahsoka will be in the film to a force ghost of uh, Anakin to, you know, kind of tell him he's going the wrong way. To, you know, of that uh, uh, of that extent, that that big of a surprise. From a socioeconomic perspective, where are they getting the manpower for this? I mean, and where, where are they getting the, the Where are they getting yeah. like the contractors for this and all this stuff? Like, it goes back to like clerks. Yeah, the, the thank clerk you. Movie, you know, thank it's like, you for that like, reference. Dude, who's building all this stuff? <laughs> and it's true. Like, dude, that's a really big project. You don't exactly just get the layman from the side of the street saying, "Hey, you want a couple bucks?" You know. They're just doing their jobs, man. They did nothing wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Maxi Big, the Force. What did that smell stick with? The dark side of the, you know, the Force is a path of power that many would find unnatural. So he's uh, he's definitely hidden himself once before, wants to say he couldn't have done it again. And I would have to believe that he still follows, you know, the, the rule of two. So who who would be his now? The other thing is, you never in the trailer, you never really got to see his face. Maybe, uh, maybe it's Charger. I did love, I did absolutely love the fan theory of Jar Jar being a Sith Lord. I did. Uh, I really would have. I thought that was great. I'm like, wait a minute, he can speak normally. Oh my god, he does speak normally in a couple of scenes. What the hell? You know, it's like you're, you're the annoyance. You, you get so annoyed with the character that you don't notice when he is, you know. Right when he slips, so I'm like, yeah. Wait, what? I was like, wait a, wait a minute. Wait, he, you're right. He did just do a perfect dive into the water. What? What? How did I not see that? So yeah, I would totally back that as long as it doesn't take the place of Palpatine. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. When you empathize with characters, mm-hmm. you, say you have to find out where they came from, why they're behaving this way, um, what struggles they've gone through, mm-hmm. and how they're rising above it. And 
But you have to feel something for them. If you want to have, like, if you want to root for them, you have to kind of feel. You either feel camaraderie or you feel empathize or you feel like a connection because, oh, shit, they're going through the same crap I'm going through or or they're struggling. You know, you have to have some kind of, you know, and and the whole thing with, with the Princess Leia and Han Solo thing because those the moments that hurt the most were like that, like in the... In the in the Empire Strike, well, because that's one of the best ones, anyway. Yeah. But um, when when they when they take them and they freeze them and she like the the horror, the face of horror on her face, and right. you know you feel her pain and you know you can empathize with that kind of pain, and so that's I think that human element is missing, maybe. You know, there's a lot made of like Kylo Ren. I don't buy him. Like, I can't sympathize. Like, okay, a good, bad, like, a good negative character should be someone that you could kind of get in their head and see how that could happen to someone and twist them in a certain way, you know? Like, a good antagonist is someone you can sympathize with. Because then that's a good reflection of human nature and... Just the duality of everything and how everything is a spectrum and how, you know, you are your environment. But I didn't feel anything with him. He just seemed cartoonishly, like, emo. But I I guess I can see that the newer characters haven't, like, really uh, evolved as much, you know? Like, I I can see that they've, it feels to me that they've kind of stayed the same. The first they don't even change them. clothes. Lando Calrissian <laughs> is still walking around with a cape. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, they, I mean, their dry clean must be awesome. <laughs> I guess this goes back to Star Trek because I, I I do consider myself a Star Trek fan too. But it's right. just and, the, and it's the same gripe that I have with Star Trek. It's like you have a galaxy full of potential characters, mm-hmm. but you remain focused on like a, the same dozen. You know, and it gets it gets old after a while. Like, oh well, you expect Leia to do that. You expect Luke to do that. Right. And I think what I remember fondly in the, uh, the at least the original trilogy and part of the sequel, which I will give it credit for, was mm-hmm. just like that grittiness of it. You know, like that, mm-hmm. that any the upcoming scene will look like something out of Jim Henson's Muppet Shop. Right. Like that grittiness about it, that used universe. Personally, if, you know, if I had the opportunity to show somebody from the beginning, I would do it chronologically because that makes episode five so much more. If you've seen a whole film of, uh, you know, if you saw Solo, and then you see, you get to episode five, and he's getting frozen, and you're like, oh, this, you know, and you've already seen uh, six, you know, and then you saw episode seven already, and you know, well, well he, does, he dies in that one, so I don't really care about Solo, because I know he's going to make it anyway until episode seven. So I feel that he, uh, it's much... Uh, you're able to, to, to be more surprised. Uh, the films take more will take more of a toll on you. What I found is when you watch it numerically, you don't have the attachment. Like I mean, it all goes back to the attachment of the characters. Mm-hmm. You don't have the attachment to the characters, so the interest doesn't stick for for the whole for the whole saga. So if you but if you watch it in the order that it came out, you form the attachment already, and then it's kind of like it builds that excitement of, oh, that's why that's the way it is. Oh, my gosh, I never would have thought of that, you know. But when you watch it in order, it's more because it it reads like a regular story. 
it takes away almost it takes away a little bit of the surprise yeah. it takes away a little bit of the the mystery yeah. because it's already explained straight through for you no it's in chronological order yeah episodes one through nine and follow through with the clone wars and all that stuff just because it uh, this is me you know like I, i'm the one that wanted nine movie tickets so right. no, no, <laughs> but you don't i think, want things in an order you don't think it should be like Episode one, two, three, then Clone Wars, then uh, what comes after Clone Wars? Episode three. Oh, one, two, Clone <laughs> Wars, three. <laughs> you don't think it should be by events? No, I think it should be like the, the just as they were the their their intended chronolo- chronological order. Because I mean, I I I feel like it would be weird to like, see like a you know um this guy General Grievous right like. Uh, General Grievous seeing him and then not seeing him. I was like, wait, what happened to that guy? Oh, he gets killed later, but before it happened. You know, right. that's weird. And also, I think, I mean, this is, I'm just putting it out there because General Grievous was grossly misused, underused. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. So, David, cool. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your right, My pleasure. All right, man. Uh, of course. Take care. All right, you too. All Bye. Right. Monty, you have the best show. Seriously. Thank you, Barbara. And uh, your check is in the mail. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Right. Don't, don't expect a lot. I'm just saying the check is in the mail. <laughs> All right, Diana, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. See, that you're wasn't welcome. that bad. No, no. <laughs> I got to so, deal with my kids' drama. I know. That's <laughs> why I do. Hey, I, I live with it too. Well, less. Yeah. But I know. All right. Thank you, Diana. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. It. No, All you're right. welcome. You have a good night. You too. Okay? Take care. We haven't done the Star Wars Monopoly game too much, but you know what I do have that he has been willing to play with me a couple of times is the Star Wars Epic Duels game. Oh. Nice. The the board the board game mm-hmm. the, the old school yeah yep. he has played that with me but it's such a long game Jesus really have you played it yet Nope oh <laughs> I know you <laughs> you must play with me okay it's 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 better if we have more people like if we can get four people mm-hmm. then it's it's that's when it's, you have yeah you, you really have to have four people oh, otherwise you can't really play it but we've got to play it like. We got to get like Gene. Oh, he'll, and, he'll be there. Yeah, we got to get Gene and at least one more person who really likes Star Wars. Okay, we'll we make it a date it. someday. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> All right, Tigger. All right, Go well, you sleep. have an amazing night. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk soon. Bye. Love you, Love you too. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. He got stuck oh, right. in space. Only, right. only Leia. Mary Poppins made it. Oh yeah, when Mary, yeah, when Leia went full Mary Poppins to <laughs> die. So yeah, we have lots of similar frustrations. So I appreciate your uh, your uh, information on that, Frank. It was uh, yeah, it, it's been very lovely to vent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. See, this is why I don't go out drinking with Frank anymore. Imagine this, but with like a couple, like with alcohol involved and just like slamming right. things. Like no, you know, no, lots of negativity. Right, for I, hours. I, we can definitely do this without alcohol. <laughs> Same effect, cheaper too. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, this well, is a thank bit, you. A little bit longer than I wanted, but I'm glad we did this. I'm really happy that we got. Yeah, to it do was this. fun. So yes, I thank you for re- thinking of us. Thank you, both of you, so much for helping be part of this podcast. 
No problem. Good no problem. luck. Thank you. This is going to be a little okay. different, so it's going to be a lot of editing involved. So Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you again right. so much. Good night. Right. No problem. Take Bye. Care. Bye. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.